Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Soul Songs and Shenanigans. It is so good to have you here with me today. And I am excited about this episode today because I have a friend joining me. His name is Wesley Addy, and he's a good friend of mine. We've been friends for a good amount of time. And we actually had him on a previous show before, and we'll talk more about that when we get into the episode. But you guys are going to enjoy hearing from him, hearing his story. He's very inspirational. So I hope that you guys have some great takeaways today. But before we get into that, I want to share my snack of the day, which is a simple fruit salad. I was just craving fruit this week. And so I just chopped up a bunch of my favorite fruits and threw them into a bowl. And there you have it, a fruit salad. I didn't even put whipped cream on it. Now I'm thinking about like, that would have been a great addition, maybe the next one that I make. But it's so good and so healthy. Well, let's get into our topic for today. And it's called When God Makes Room for Your Gifts with Wesley Addy. What's up, Wes? Hi, Cassandra. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Awesome, awesome. It's uh, it's nice to be on on your podcast once again. Yes, welcome back to the show. You're actually you're the first repeat guest. Oh yeah. my gosh, well, that's uh, that's what that's an honor. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, I don't have a that's prize an for honor. you or anything for that, but. <laughs> It's so good to have you back on the show. So uh, if, you guys are, if you guys are not aware, um, Wesley was on a show last year, just over a year ago now. And yes. that segment was uh, called Getting Back to the Simple Life. And then we shared, he talked about some fun childhood memories. So if you want to hear that, you can like check out that episode. So it's good again to have you back. Well, I thought it'd be fun for our listeners to get to know you a bit better. So mm. We're going to do a would you rather game. But uh, before we get into that, it's our tradition that we ask every guest what their favorite snack and their favorite song is. So what are yours? My favorite snack right now. Yeah, that's how I feel about snacks. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I've been eating a lot of Pringles. Like the classic Pringles. Yeah. Like I'm not a fan of like chips and stuff. Okay. But I've just been devouring like uh, Pringles lately, the classic one in the red box. Yeah, so it's okay. Would you consider cheesecake a snack? Oh, absolutely. That's my. That's favorite a snack. I, yeah. I think that's like a dessert, though. No. Yeah, I guess. It, I mean, I guess it could still be a snack because I have I name desserts all the time on on the show as a snack. So. Oh, okay. So it's it's gonna be cheesecake, like hundred percent, right? Ooh. Like one hundred percent. Oh, it's just a plain cheesecake. No topping, wow. no flavor. I just love my plain cheesecake. So yeah. New York style, I guess, is what, what they call it. So plain exactly. Pringles and plain cheesecake. You need, plain. need to do some variety, West. Like, okay. That's the thing. I- you see, that's the thing with me. Sometimes I go and get like um, a cheesecake with like uh, some kind of topping with like okay. uh, strawberry topping or raspberry, blueberry. I, I scrape it right off because no. I can't stand it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't like flavors with okay. ice. I guess what I eat it with plain ice cream as well, like so vanilla boring. ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because now you guys have Cheesecake Factory in Toronto after I waited for years and then as soon as they put one in and I lived like maybe ten minutes from there, then we moved. I'm like, really? Oh. Like I didn't even get to act in one chance to visit Cheesecake Factory in Toronto. But guys, if you've not heard Cheesecake Factory, if you're 
I don't know if they're outside of North America, but they have the best cheesecake. And mine is probably red velvet cheesecake, which I can't really eat that on my own food plan right now. But (laughs) (laughs) that would be like all of my calories for the entire week. Like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) And that's just like a spoon, right? Right. Yeah. So it's just not worth it. Right. Okay. And then your favorite song. Okay, my favorite song right now is by Maverick City Music, okay. uh, Build Your Church. Yes. Their latest album is like ridiculously good. Like, okay, right? I was, I've not always been a fan of like Maverick City, like, you know, but like this latest album yep. with um, Elevation Worship. I'm telling you. I was just like, I was a skeptic, you know, but they made me a believer. Like, um, yeah. So, okay, Beauty of Church is my favorite song on the album. Okay. But it's not like hands down because I also like uh, Million Little Miracles. It's just such oh, a chill song. That was like, okay, so I've talked yeah. about this album probably a lot on, on the, I don't know, on a few episodes. I and then Talking before. to Jesus also. It's yes! like, oh, I just love the writing, you know, just the, the style it, of the song. The writing yes, is so, so incredible on this entire project. Like, I love every I know. song. And Million Little Miracles, that's Zion, like, absolutely loves that song. And he claps and he does a little dance. I don't know what that whole little dance is about. But it's so cute, though. Yeah, like, he loves that song. So that's, we play that one. That's on rotation in our house. So, yeah, that's a really good one. Okay, good choice. Good choice. And what do you think about, what do you think about Beauty of Church? Because I know you're, you're like, a music person. I I'm telling you, when I say I love every song on there, I absolutely (laughs) love every song on there. And that one, we probably played it at least once a day in my house. Wow. It's so good. I was just playing it like two hours ago. <laughs> nice. It's a good one. Yeah. So, okay. so that means I have good taste then. Yes, like, you do. Good, good. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's get into our would you rather game. So I just have a few questions of would you rather, and then you mm-hmm. have to choose one or the other. Okay. So the yeah. first one, first one is, would you rather have to read out loud every word you read or sing everything you say out loud? Read out loud, hands down. You'd rather read than <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, next question. Would you rather 100%. be uh-huh, 100%. No, go ahead. <laughs> All right, next question. Would you rather be lost in a bad part of town or lost in a forest? What? Yeah. Lost in a bad part of town. Yeah, or lost in the forest. Hundred <laughs> percent lost in a bad. Okay, because. I think you could find your way around town, you know, and right? it's not like it's not totally unpredictable. Even like yes. the worst places, it's not like someone's just gonna pop out and like just get kidnapped, you, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> the forest is like terrifying. Yeah, okay, snakes. Snakes could way. just jump out. Yeah, and you can't call nine one one the next before anybody comes. It's like twenty minutes or half hour. Good luck right. if they can yeah. even find you, you know. <laughs> So yeah, if they no. find you, right? Yeah, there's bears and no, no, yeah, no, no. Okay, good choice. <laughs> I picked the same. All right, next question: Would you rather get one free round trip international plane ticket every year, or be able to fly domestic anytime for free? Uh, <laughs> that's a hard. Okay, one. Re- repeat that again. Okay, would you rather get one free round trip? It sorry, one trip international plane ticket every year. So you can go somewhere overseas, but only once a year. Or would you rather uh, fly domestic anytime for free? Once a year. Ain't nobody flying every time. 
during the year. No, one people people um on average go on vacation like once in a, every couple of years. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, so one epic trip, trip, right? One epic trip. Man, I cannot talk tonight. <laughs> oh, it's getting too late. It's all good. <laughs> all right, so the last question is: Would you rather have an easy job working for someone else or work for yourself but work incredibly hard? Oh. Okay, this is not a good question for me, you know, because <laughs> I, I, I can't help but just work for myself because I know I'm building something, right? So it's right. just it's gr- just great knowing you're building something. So as hard as it is, I'm already working for myself. So yeah, I think I would choose that. Okay, that that's definitely yeah. the heart of an entrepreneur. I totally respect yeah. that. All right, awesome. Well, uh, being your friend, I mean, we've been friends for a minute I don't know how many years at this point I feel like I met you maybe around seven or eight years ago something like that exactly I was gonna say eight years ago that's exactly yeah. how long yeah 2013 yeah, about that. yeah so Wesley and I were neighbors so that was always a lot of fun and great conversations like yeah yep. we talked about everything under the sun everything and then, yeah then you were such a like literally you were such a great friend when I was like waiting for my relationship to begin with Andre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I was like, I just need to talk to my friend and I don't really know how much longer I can wait. Like, man, <laughs> the, that time, that season, I appreciate the friendship. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, we were like, wait on the Lord. It's going to work out. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to work out, but it did thankfully so yeah so that's how Wesley and I know each other from we met in church actually is how we met so back in the day yeah so being your friend I know that you wear a lot of hats and so maybe you can just share this a bit about yourself so those that don't know you can get to know you a bit better hats you know what it's it was more of an acquired thing right Uh, my dad Uh used to have a lot of hats and my brothers wear a lot of hats as well. And this is not the your typical snapbacks and like baseball hats, right? Like these are like fedoras and <laughs> cowboy hats and stuff. But I kind of had started having a liking for them, the Kangol hat and, uh, and all that stuff. But um, lately, though, you'll be shocked to realize like I'm wearing more of like the fisherman hats now. Really? Yeah, okay, like the fisherman I, I, hats. The I don't know how to call it, but it's. Can I just say the hipster hats? Yes, <laughs> the hipster hats. <laughs> <laughs> That's more more like what I'm wearing a lot now. Because okay, also we've been in a pandemic, right? Right. And so it's it's been more like chill outfits and stuff. So yeah. But my typical hats will usually be fedora because, you know, I just grew up with it. You know, you pick up things from your parents and you don't even know, right? But yeah, that's true. definitely where I got it from. And I used to have a huge collection. Yeah. Like, I still I feel do. Like you, you have as probably as many hats as I have shoes and I have a lot of shoes, but. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wes, you always, you just always have it together. I'm like, you, you could be a stylist for men, like hands down. You could absolutely do that. I was going to do that, you know. Remember, I worked yeah. at Brooks Brothers, right, and stuff right. for a little while, but, yeah, anyways. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll share a bit more maybe about yourself and what you're into, what you're doing, that kind of thing too. Right now, I first and foremost, I'm a photographer. Like that's that's my day job now. Um, I also do content creation on the side. So like I have a YouTube channel. I know we're going to get into my social media stuff like Twitter and yeah. Instagram, but I also create contents for Twitter and Instagram, more so inspirational con- uh, contents. Um, I just love to engage with people. Now, before I got saved, I used to also, I just realized the other day, I used to be on Twitter as well. I used to have, what, 20-something thousand followers on Twitter before I got saved. Right. And after I got saved, I realized, you know what, that all the tweets I was tweeting was just absolute garbage. And <laughs> yeah. I had to just get rid of it. Yeah. I was just thinking about it the other day. And I got I got off Twitter for me what maybe five years. And okay. then and then I got back on just like two, three years ago. But I've always been that kind of person, like even before I got saved. So mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me how God um uses our gifts just differently. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Because I've always been the kind of person to love to connect with people. And so that's my core, core person. That's who I am. So even if I do photography. You would find me connecting with my clients a lot. You know, it's not just a duty. It's yeah, more like yeah. a connection that we form and stuff. And and someone who is called to be an evangelist as well, right? Is right. I, I just love how God just melts my. It don't even look like I'm working sometimes. Like melt just. Yeah melds my work life my calling the youtube and all of that stuff is just centered around god yeah and it's it's really just the best life i could have i know that's a cliche but like honestly (laughs) yeah that's i love that it's really like everything that we do should be ministry right like people Mm -hmm. for some reason separate that they're like okay if you do something in church and that's ministry and we do something outside of church and that's not. And I'm like, no, but you're carrying yourself everywhere that you go, right? So yes. that means that you're carrying Christ everywhere that you go. So everything that you do should be ministry, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I absolutely love that. Like how God will just take like our gifts, talents, passions, everything, right? And just use that. You can really give that back to him, right? Give him glory for all of that. I love it. That's amazing. Well, speaking of photography, well, I know our family, we benefited from this gift of yours. So, mm-hmm. Wes, yeah, Wesley was the photographer for my pregnancy photos, and they came out so beautiful. And also, when Zion was born, Wesley did his some of his newborn pictures, which were so incredible as well. And maybe you can just tell us, like, how you got started in photography or where that That's all began. It. First and foremost... <laughs> Thank you guys for letting me do that. Because, yeah, I, I got to confess something now. Yeah. As someone who was still honing my craft, I wasn't yeah. the best photographer at the time. <laughs> We're good friends, I, right? I just, just got to say, you know, like, you, you know me. So I... I as, as someone who's a musician, so you're a musician, you realize like, uh, or you look back at some of your work and sometimes you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I did that? Because of yeah. just how much better you've become, right? Right, yeah. And true. so, yeah, so I look at some of the, I'm not saying, you know, what I did for you guys was bad. <laughs> 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 just, 
I can't. And guys, like, the pictures were so nice. But you know what? When um, if God blesses oh, us with the second one, and I need pregnancy photos again, then you can make up for whatever we're lacking. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying, like you know, what? thank God for growth. That's all I'm saying. Right? Here. <laughs> that's a, so funny. Well, but at the time, how you got started? Yeah. At the time, that was the best I was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, it's the best I am. So it's crazy. We just always get in better. But yeah. I. I've always had a knack for photography. Like, I remember when we used to go to photo conferences in 2013, 2014 in Belleville. I, you know, I got myself my first, that wasn't even my first camera, but my first real camera. Okay. You know, I would take pictures after church, take pictures of our youth group. I would take videos too, you know, oh, and then come yeah, back, back, uh, back to the building where we lived and I would put, montage together so i always yeah. it's crazy i always had a knack for that stuff yeah but it wasn't it was still a hobby right but right and then i just say you know what maybe i can move this a little further you know let me let's see so i just started putting myself out there and just saying you know what if you need a photography shoot portraits just simple stuff right you know hit me up and stuff and surely yeah. I started having a couple calls, you know, hey, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? I'm like, yeah. You know, I did I did a couple free stuff just to get my my uh, my food in the door and stuff. But right. that's, I just can't even trace exactly like how I got here. But some of the opportunities that I got along the way were just like, okay, wow, that <laughs> God. Absolutely. Like, that's you god you know yeah. i just did a wedding this um this saturday and again that was amazing you know and i'm but right now i'm just trying to move into the wedding photography um side of things okay. so that's where i'm at now that's amazing like and it's i mean i remember when you started like and it was I have to say it was very annoying because there's always cameras in our faces all the time. You're like, we don't want to yes. have a moment, please. We don't want to have all these candid shots, right? <laughs> there's one. Always the camera. But from that moment, right? And like you were always passionate about to see mm -hmm. where God has taken that gift is like so I'm really proud of you. Like that's amazing. And I know you've had, you know, the privilege of capturing so many special moments for a lot of people, but there's one in particular that stands out for me. So I want you to share with everybody this story. So this is when you're the photographer at the NBA Finals. So that was Toronto Raptors. Yes, ma'am. They were part of that, and they ended up being the champions. And, of course, this was a huge moment for a lot of Canadians, and it was absolute mayhem in Canada over this. But I just want you to share the story behind you being a part of this historical moment. <sighs> that was a big one. <laughs> Yeah, so yes. that's already, what is that, two years ago? Three? Three. Maybe three, yeah. Okay, three years ago, yeah. Okay, I was a struggling photographer, right, <laughs> at the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I've made it now, but I was just struggling a little more <laughs> back in the day. Oh, my. <laughs> and, and I was doing some studio work, and all of a sudden, I got a phone call saying um do you have a camera or something like that i can't really remember but they they asked me a question like that like 
do you have a camera? Are you going to be available? I'm like, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, have you ever done sports photography? I'm like, no, but I could. Because <laughs> remember now I'm struggling. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> what? Have you ever shot fish underwater uh, photography? No, but I could. I mean, I can't swim, but I'm going to outdo it. <laughs> That's some level of confidence. Wow. Have you ever been have you ever been to the belly of a whale? No, but I, I could if you give me the right gear. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm I'm just taking this a little too far. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, oh, so, my goodness. <laughs> so you know, I've never done it. So I'm like, I've never done it, but I could. Because what? Photography is based. It's just the basics. You take the basics, right? And you're like, you Right. know what? Sure, you know, this person is like, sure, you know, our photographer from France could not make it. And so we just thought, we're just looking for a photographer. And I just think you could do the job. I'm like, um, yes, I'm going to do it. Oh, my goodness. Put me right on. They're like, okay, send your name, send your this, send your that. We're going to make you an NBA Finals pass to the conference room, to everywhere in the location. I'm like, I wish you could see my face right now. All right. I was like, um, surreal. Like, <laughs> that's how fast your day could change. Like, I'm yeah, in the studio, right? just like, basically saying, God, you know, what's up? Like, God, why? God, when? Yes. <laughs> and I get this call and I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I'm going to be shooting Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant. Right. I'm like, holy smokes. I can't believe this. I Yeah. cannot believe this. There's literally thousands of sports. Okay, remember now, I'm not a sports photography. I'm a portrait photographer. Right. You got to understand how God opens doors that you're not even, you have no business in. I'm not a sports photographer. There, there are sports photographers, but these people called me and said, we believe you could do the job. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> my if goodness. you believe I could do the job, Yep, who am I can I do to it. think I can't do the job? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. so I'm like, hey, you know, let's do it. All right. So I think the next day was game one. Right. The next day was game one. Oh, my. Didn't have much time to think about anything. I just went and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Should I just kneel down and just start worshiping? Like, what, do, what do I do in this arena? Like, I'm in the VIP of VIPs. This I see Obama. <laughs> I saw Obama for crying Bro, Obama out loud. was at a game, yeah. Oh Like, my goodness. it was just And ridiculous. these and these games were so expensive. Like I Oh. I'm I can't remember now how much like tickets were. Like it Oh. was ridiculous. Uh, let me just remind you, I think um, the floor sits Uh-huh. was about, we're going for about 80-something grand for I like know. game five. I, I can't even fathom. Yeah, game five. I can Oh remember game five. my goodness. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I know you didn't have this question, but I will tell you something fascinating about one of the pictures I took. I don't know if I ever told you this story. 
it was it had to do with the um Obama picture that I took. Yes. Yeah. Did I, I tell you guys the story? Yeah, but yeah, but share. Oh, it. Yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, so okay, I'll make it really short then. So I take a picture of Obama, right? Just in the stands and Okay, because this organization, I have to just make this clear. This organization just wanted me to take pictures of some certain NBA players because they were covering just a couple players, right? So they just wanted me to take pictures of two, three players, and that was it. Right. So my job was really cut out for me. It was just, it wasn't some big deal, like some tasking thing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But it was right. just so, it's just like God even made it easy for me. Man. You know, just take pictures of this person when they're doing interviews. Take okay. pictures of this person when they're. But I was allowed to do every other thing I wanted to do, also for myself. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So I was allowed to go in the stands, take pictures of crowds, take pictures of all the celebrities who were in the building, Drake, and all that stuff. It was just, anyways. But so I'm in the stand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just hustling, just taking pictures of stuff because. Again, photography is my passion. Like, yes. you tell me to do one thing, I'll do the one thing well and do 10 other things, right? right? So I'm taking pictures of, I'm just sightseeing because the Steve Aoki, like, listen, this place was packed in game five. Yeah. Uh, because everybody thought that was the day Raptors were going to win and they'll give us the championship. Right. And so I spot Obama and he had like a whole role of like 20 people, security, covering him and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. You couldn't even break like in at all. So I was right. just walking by and the lady was like, because if, when you're watching on TV, they tell you, the, the cameras can go to Obama and you can see Obama. The camera can go across the room and you can see, but you're live in the place. So you don't know what's going on. It's not like you oh. have a screen. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not like on your couch and you could see, you, you have 10 eyes. Because of the, all the cameras. Right. This, you just have, so I overheard that Obama was in the building. I did not see him in person, right? <laughs> Somebody said Obama was there. So I'm like, oh, let me go find Obama. Right. right. And I saw a guard, and this was a black lady. And I'm like, I heard Obama is somewhere here. You know where he is? She's like, yeah, I do. Um, he's sitting over there. But she's like, you can't go there. I'm like, oh, so. I'm like a photographer and can I just I get pass. a quick shot? <laughs> I'm like, hey, like what what would it take, you know, to just, you know, get a couple of shots? She's like, mm, okay, you have only five minutes. I'm like, no way. Oh There's just nobody here. Okay. It's right. like nobody's allowed here because the NBA commissioner is sitting right there. Obama is sitting right there. And I, I know pretty Probably CIA because they're just all covered. Right, right. Like, you know, or whatever. I don't know. Security. Let me just call them security. And you couldn't breach. You couldn't go like 10 feet close to him. Oh, so man. I just bent down, waited for him to sit. And then I go, so just clicking my camera, just taking all the emotions and all the pictures and stuff. So I came home. I'm just cutting this long story short. Like I could write a book on this. I yeah. came home, uh, popped my SD card, put in my thing, started editing. I'm like, oh my God, these pictures are dope. You know, I'm like, I just took pictures just for fun, right? Uh, right. I showed it to a couple people and they're like, um, Wesley, these are amazing. Like, you could sell this. I'm like, stop. Like, 
This is just, just you know, extras. Right. Just for the gram, you know, <laughs> the flex oh on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then they're like, no, no, like seriously, because he was drinking Tim Hortons, right? Right. Like, yeah. Seriously, you can send this picture to Tim Hortons and you can sell it to them. And like, um, how much would you sell this kind of picture? Someone was like ten grand, and another person was like eight. I'm like five, oh maybe. I don't know. So I'm like, okay, let me settle for the middle. Let's say eight. And so I sent Tim Hortons an email, and Tim Hortons responded in like two minutes, and they're oh like, yes, my. we're interested in this picture. I'm like, okay, please don't raise my hopes up. Right, like, right. <laughs> so my hopes are like off the roof now because I'm just taking pictures of Obama just for the gram one moment, and then the next moment, Tim Hortons is trying to buy the picture for eight grand. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, um, so they're like, okay, we're just gonna pass the picture through our um. PR department and stuff and just see if they pass the picture and if they check it and see all is good that's it we'll talk I'm like whoo Jesus right. you know? <laughs> <Come> through, <Lord. laughs> so now I'm shaking remember now I had no expectation okay? right no expectation I just thought you know this is a cool picture so tomorrow just reached back to me sorry for everybody listening the story has a sad end <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I know. I just kind of just caught the story right to the end. But anyway. So they were like, sorry, we couldn't purchase those pictures because it's amazing. Everything is great on it. But we are not marketing our tea. Why couldn't they start? <laughs> we're not marketing our tea. I'm like, what does that mean? They're like, he was drinking a tea and the tea bag is showing in the picture. I'm like, mm. oh my God. God, it was just like this yellow tag, Timor, right. um, tea bag tag, and I'm just like, oh my god. And I, I, I didn't want to be dishonest. I don't want to be photoshopping stuff. Right, and, right. You know, I, I'm, I'm just not all about that. It's not authentic. It's, you know, it's fraudulent. I'm not gonna yeah. do that. But I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. So that was just like a little sad end to the story. They're like, yeah, yeah you know what? Sorry. Like, but then I'm like, you know what? You guys could actually just take the picture you can use it whatever you want to do with it that was right. my that's how the story ended but i'm like you know what god still opened the door for me like i was i had no business there okay yeah, like zero yeah. business i could have flown to um san francisco to even shoot the games that way in america because the raptors were playing golden state right and the, the half the games were in golden state but i didn't go i just i didn't want it was just too much and i was working right. also Right, I had okay. a I had a job, so yeah. So that was just my little. That was just my little uh, experience. It's I, it, you know what, it's experience of a lifetime. Yeah, I, I would. Nothing say. comes close. Yeah, and so one thing that the West didn't mention is that the other photographers that were there. I mean, these guys have been in the business for a long time, or have educational background in photography, sports photography, and Wes is like, "What am I doing here?" Like. I'm talking about ESPN, like ESPN yeah. Fox Sports, like, like huge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so well, that's that's so amazing. Well, I I want to also talk. We talked briefly about you talk about your Twitter account. Uh, so I know and it's growing, and that's definitely no surprise to me. So I just love how you speak truth, and you're not afraid to keep it real. And so I just wanted to share a few of the quotes that I've seen that kind of stood out to me. And then I just want you to maybe expound on the thought that was behind the quotes. Is that okay? Absolutely. 
All right. So one of that there's a couple about uh, King David that I love. So one in particular says, David was anointed, but he had to learn how to play the harp. He had to learn how to use a slingshot. Too many anointed people lack discipline. God anoints, but the anointing flows through your learned skills. Uh, first and foremost, you got to send me back that um, tweet because I'm about to like retweet that again <laughs> because that was good. <laughs> Wow, that was actually like you good. Wrote it and you're like, oh, that is good. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you need your revelations, <laughs> right? <laughs> you need them. Like that just spoke into my heart. Like I'm telling you. But I could remember where that came from. Like, mm -hmm. listen, the place of anointing, and I've said this before, and I'm just gonna say it again because. God adds precept upon precept. He gives line upon line. Here a little, there a little. That's in Isaiah. Right. Uh, the place of anointing is not usually the place of appointing. Mm. I'm sorry to say, but every Christian is anointed. Hmm. Right. But not every Christian is appointed. Uh oh, you better preach now. Yeah. Every Christian is anointed, but not every Christian is yet appointed. Right. And there's usually a gulf between these two places. Hmm. David's anointing met a place of preparation. And that took down Goliath. I know there's a lot to be said about David and Goliath being about Jesus Christ, and that's Jesus Christ's battle. Yes, I get all that. But David had to learn how to take down a lion right. before Goliath. He had to learn how to take down a bear. That's so and I'm good. sure David left these battles with some scars because yes. the training is rough. Like the training process, you see the gulf between appointing, it's rough. It's mm -hmm. real. Yeah. Like I don't want to make it sound doom and gloom, but I want to bring a sense of reality to it. Right. Just because your bishop or you lay hands on you and and oil is like flowing down your forehead do not mean nothing right doesn't right. mean nothing yet it's right. a lot but not yet right and so david had to go back and continue taking care of sheep he, he had to continue doing the mundane stuff man imagine you called king of yeah. israel yeah you have to go back and pack um a sheep crap yeah, like that is an oxymoron. Like, yeah, it is. Like, I'm a king, though. <laughs> I'm a king, man. I don't want to clean up after these sheep. And yeah. I think what's wrong with us a lot of the time is we don't want to read. Like, we don't. Okay, you're called to be a preacher. Are mm -hmm. you read? Are you are you learning how to write sermons? Are you learning? Are you watching sermons? Are you reading the Bible? Are you in the Word, not just for learning sake? Right. Are you in the Word for yourself? Are you yeah. honing your skills? Because the place of anointing will always meet opportunity. And whether you're ready or not, God does the anointing. Right. But he doesn't do, he, he ain't going to shove the Bible in your mouth. Right, right. He's not going to teach it. you how to play the keyboard. Yes. He's not going to get you to hire a vocal coach and train that voice because right. that voice need training. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, how, how much do you want what God has already given you. Whew, that's mm, good. That's a good one. Hey. <laughs> How much do you want what God has already given you? My oh, God. Wow. That's so good. How much do you want it? Right. You know, so like that's where that quote was born from. Okay. Like it's from a place of 
okay, God, you've, you, you're training my fingers to war. Mm-hmm. But I got I to gotta learn how to play the guitar. Like, playing the guitar is some hard stuff, man. Right, like, I'm not right. even a musician, but I just love to play the guitar. Right. But I'm like, yes, Lord. Like, this is, I, I'm called, I'm this, I'm that. But I got to, you know how YouTube is. It's tough. Yes. YouTube is hard. But I know yes. that when I make the videos I make on YouTube, I'm doing something, not just for myself or to get myself out there. I'm walking along destiny steps and where God has called me so that when anointing, when opportunity knocks on the door of anointing. Yeah. You're you're ready. Come on now. Yeah. So I'm ready. Yeah. You know, I love that. Well, there, there's another quote still with, uh, I think those are some of my favorite quotes from that you quoted about David. So another one said, uh, David wasn't sent to kill Goliath. Goliath was sent to reveal David. Taking down your giant will open a door to a new dimension. All of a sudden, David was the talk of the town. What? Drop the mic. Drop it. Drop, Drop it. I just had to sit on that for a minute. Like David wasn't sent to kill Goliath. Goliath was sent to reveal David. Hey! <laughs> oh my! Like these, I can't believe. I don't. I want to know what headspace I was in when I was writing these. <laughs> like, what the heck? What is this? <laughs> it's powerful. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's um, true though. So, like this one, this one is real, okay? Like, yeah. and I want to even talk about other stories to just back this one up. Mm-hmm. Because if you back up a bit here now, how else was David going to get into the palace? Wow. How else was Saul going to, notice or recognize david sometimes Mm. we think god should just do everything just like pick me up yeah and just put me in the palace because you anointed me king right right it's (laughs) no the bible says your gifts will do it make room for you i just stood up right now because i'm in preacher mode yeah like i'm I'm literally standing up He said, your gifts will make room for you. He, he, he didn't say, I'm, I'm just going to do everything for you because you, yeah. you're anointed. Okay, good for you. Everybody's anointed. Hello. Yes. So the obstacle, we just see the obstacle. God, get me out of this. Lord, get me out of this. Get me out of this. Get me out of this. Get, no, mm-hmm. get me through this. Wow. <laughs> No, no, I've stopped praying. You see, the other day I sat in my prayer and I'm just like, God, keep me. Yes. I just said, God, keep me. I didn't know what I was saying, but I just kept saying, God, keep me. I didn't say, God, take me out or Uh give me some fake victory or get me out of something prematurely. No, no, no. I said, God, keep me. Right. Keep my soul. Because I know I've lived, I'm, I've been in church too long to 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 cry on my face and say, take me out of something yes. that was prepared to showcase me. Mm. <laughs> oh uh, and so that opened the door for David to go into the palace. It gave him a red carpet. 
a place where people would struggle to just peep into the kingdom. No, no. Yes. David walked right into it and rode. And, and I don't, David wished those women weren't singing, Saul killed his thousands and David his <laughs> ten thousands because right? that got him into trouble. That got him into a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Yeah, it's true. But that's just what I'm talking about, saints. Like, look at your obstacles differently. Look at your look at the things you go through. And I'm talking to me too. Look at the ob obstacles ain't even really obstacles. Yeah. Think about it. The the boisterous wind and the tempest in the sea was what got Peter to walk on water. Oh my God. Mm. If that never happened, Peter would never walk on water, you know. You're <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So you could even turn out around to say. Every storm is an opportunity to walk in water. Anyways, okay. let's move on. He <laughs> <laughs> came with a word. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I I'm speaking to me right now. It's just like, you know when David said, I command my soul yes. to bless the Lord? Right. <laughs> mm. oh. Yeah. That No, that's that's amazing. Well, there there's two more that I, I wanted to... Uh, to mention as well so the next one says anytime god wants to fit you into a new garment he doesn't shrink it he stretches you Woo. <laughs> i feel I, like i love i love how your quotes are ministering to you like i love that <laughs> i feel like you i feel like you and the holy spirit had a conversation about these quotes <laughs> because these are like these are like hitting me these are like arresting Woo. me Oh my! Uh, yeah. You know what? I feel like everything you've said so far has the same. Yeah, has the same kind of um, like same kind of theme, right? Has the same kind of theme. Yeah, I can still take it right back to the place of anointing. It's not usually the place of appointing. Right, right. Because there's a growing. There's a growing. Yes, there is. You know, guess what Jesus told the disciples? Follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. Done. Mm -hmm. Done. He didn't say, look, listen, you're going to leave your family. You're going to leave your wife. You're going to be jobless. You're going to have no food. I'm going to die suddenly on the cross, and you guys right. are going to look hopeless. But he didn't tell them all that stuff, but along the way, Right. They were made into that thing God saw them as from the beginning. Right. I will make you fishers of men. No, not not in day one. I'll make you fish. Not in day three. Not in year two. Peter, you're going to cut someone's ear. Mm -hmm. You're still not the size of the cloth that I, I made because I'm building you. Right. To be Peter, you are that rock. And on this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against you. Peter wasn't that person yet. Right. That was the cloth. That was the garment Jesus was trying to put on Peter. However, yes. Peter was not fit for it because you're, you're a Bible student. You know what Peter did right after? Peter, the Bible said, after that moment, Jesus started talking about the things he would go through to die on the cross. And Peter, the Bible says, Peter took Jesus aside and rebuked him. 
Peter rebuked Jesus <laughs> after Jesus had just told you, you're going to be the rock that I'll build my church on and the gates of yes. hell will not prevail against you. And that's how we vacillate between the call and who we are. Right. The call and who we are at the moment. It's just usually just an opposite. And sometimes we can't handle it, you know, because I could see the call having not apprehended yet. I right. press to fit into this cloth that Jesus has for me. I press to be this man of God that God calls me, but I ain't anything like a man of God. Mm. Peter, I'm going to give you the keys to this church, but you cannot hold a key right now. I'm going to have you go through some stuff. Like you're going to drown. You think you, you, you're smart. You're walking on water. I'll make you drown and then I'll pull you out just to show you that you can't do this by yourself. Right, right. I'm going to make you deny me three times. Just let you know that, Peter, you ain't got it like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to make you cut someone's ear and fight and then run. You remember when the Bible says, go call the disciples and Peter? You know what mm -hmm. that meant? Peter backslid. Woo. He said, go call the disciples and, and Peter. Peter. Peter wasn't yeah. among them no more. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He, he, Peter gone. He said, you know what? Keys, give me keys. Give it to John. Don't give me no keys. Peter was gone. Peter was gone. And that was the stretching Jesus was right. doing. Right. Stretching this man to fit in. So that when you fit into that garment, it's not going to be about, oh, look, this garment that I'm wearing. I'm better than all of y'all. Right. But now, humility, man. Right. That Peter now had. If you if you read the books of First and Second Peter, it's not the same Peter in the Gospels. This man <laughs> had been leaked up. Like Jesus leaked <laughs> this man up. Like he was a whole different person. <laughs> and, yeah. And that was that's what the stretching looks like. And but I will never. I won't have it any other way. Yeah, I will not true. have it any other way. I want the best things God has for me. And I'm going to confess it with my mouth that I will go through whatever it takes because there's no other life worth living than the life that my creator has designed for me. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I like, I have, I have so many quotes written down, but I'm like this, I don't even know if I should read anymore, but um, <laughs> I feel like we need like a part two because I have like a whole other type of quotes that I, I want you to, to go through I will say that for another time but yes. the last quote that we'll do for today is um, is your life organized for what you prayed for <laughs> I'm listening now I, I, I'm going to be a little more I'm going to be a little very just honest here now uh huh and I think the 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 audience here is young people middle aged people and stuff right mm -hmm. yep Man, the gifted people can be some of the most indisciplined people. Is it undisciplined or indisciplined? I don't know the right word. Yeah, undisciplined, yeah. <laughs> gifted people can be some of the people who lack discipline the most. Right. Are you so you gotta say that quote again? Is your life organized for Is what your you life pray organized for, for what you yeah. pray for? That's a lot of us, Cass. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of us. God, give me this. God, give me that. You know what? God, give me so and so and so. Are you budgeting? 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. How how's your finances? Yeah. God, you know, I I I I I <laughs> I don't want to say this one because I know this one would send us into a rabbit trail. God, give me a husband. Are you a wife? Oh, boy. <laughs> God, give me a wife. Do you know how to be a husband? God, I need a praying woman. Are you a praying man? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. God, you know, I, 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 need, a, I need to move out. I need a house. How are you treating the house God has you in? I How are you treating yes. your parents' house? Yes. Are you washing the dishes? Is the lawn all grown up and you can't cut, but you're, you're looking for your own house? Come on now. Yeah. Let's keep it real here. Or people might want a bigger house, but they can't take care of the house they're in right now. No. You know. God, yeah. grow my YouTube channel. Let me bring it down to everyday stuff. Grow my YouTube channel. Grow my business. How are you handling... The employ the two employee or the one employee you have right now. Yeah. How 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 are the books? Are you keeping the books? Are you organized for what you're praying for? Mm-hmm. There's worldly people on YouTube, and I respect them, who put out contents like twice every week, and they keep that schedule. Right. Are you praying for influence? And you post one video one week, and then it takes you four months to post another. Are you oh, organized for what you're praying for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this, listen, <laughs> prayer is free, but the hustle is sold separate. Oh, there's <laughs> another quote. <Yeah. laughs> Yo, the, the hustle is sold separately. Oh it's, my, it's it's, it's separate. <laughs> like it comes, yeah. it comes. You see, the flesh, the flesh has to be tamed when it's time to pursue destiny. Yeah. It's not a come free for all. It's not you. You can't have it as you like it. And I'm very. I'm being very candid here because yeah. I, I'm, I'm someone who, God had to like really deliver me from um, procrastination and laziness, yeah. and He gave me all these ideas, and I was just sitting on them for the longest time, and I said no, no. I, yeah. I rebuke we and the thing is we don't call something Satan. We only call like the overt sin Satan. No, the spirit of laziness is not of God. Right. It's slothful. And God yes. the, the Bible talks about laziness a lot in Proverbs and stuff. No, no. I rebuke that spirit. Mm-hmm. I rebuke it. And we only rebuke demons, quote unquote. But some of these things that anyways, like no practical things right practical things like everyday life like wake up go to work on time yeah put on a smile have a nice attitude like you can't be praying for things and you are rude (laughs) at work you go to work on late like um hello you're not ready to be a manager you need to manage yourself yeah Uh uh-oh (laughs) uh-oh it's so true though like honestly like let's be real here for like two seconds yeah are you managing yourself (laughs) you can't you can't manage a company not yet not yet so yeah i mean you you said a whole word and then some (laughs) listen this took a turn that i wasn't thinking but (laughs) glory glory be to god (laughs) 
no, we need to do this again. I feel like we need yeah. part two, part three, because there's there's so much more to talk about. Oh my goodness. Just mute but... me when you feel like I'm getting out of line. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Well, well, I just want to say thank you for expounding oh, okay. your wisdom and just for sharing your heart and your testimony. And I know there's so much more that we could share, but I know this is impacting people and because it's impacted me. So I'm sure that's impacting others that have listened today. So thank you so much, Wes, for coming on the show. Such a pleasure, Cassandra. Like, listen, this has stirred up something in me, so I don't know what, but it's just like, I, I, I feel like I, I was being poured back into, you know? Wow. So yeah, I, I really appreciate being um, on this. Anytime you want to do a part two, just let me know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Everybody have a wonderful week. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Cassandra. All right. Bye. Bye. I just wanted to take a moment out to say a big thank you to my friend Wesley for coming on the show and sharing his heart, sharing his testimony, most importantly, for allowing God to speak through him. I know this has impacted me and inspired me, and I hope it's done the same for you. Well, if you guys would like to find out more information about his ministry, you can find him on Instagram under his name, Wesley Addy. So that's W-E-S-L-E-Y, his last name, A-D-I. You can also follow him on YouTube where he has amazing, beautiful a video where he shares his heart, where he shares more about the the things that God is laying on his heart. And I know that this will definitely inspire you and help you grow in your walk with the Lord. I also want to share our song of the week, which is a song that he mentioned. I figured this is a great song that we can make our song of the week. So that's Build Your Church. That's by Maverick City and Elevation City. If you guys haven't checked out the album, I know I've talked about it a lot, but it's really good. So let me know if you've checked it out. And let me know maybe what some of your favorite songs are from the album as well. So thank you guys so much for listening in today. Have a wonderful week. Take care.